When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Handing out candy. Oh, wait, you don't do that. Handing out pencils. Fun. Since 2012. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, no, no. Since ni- Oh, us. Yes. I'm just saying the Colleen and Bradley Sorry, show. Sorry. I'm like, yeah. oh, no. I've been handing out non-candy items. Oh, she got real defensive. For a long time. Before Oof. it was even cool. It's not actually cool. Never has been. It's cool. No, uh, but it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Women, I think we all dressed up as ourselves on the Colleen and Bradley show today. Um, but I this, thought I did a pretty good job, actually. actually look the most yeah. you, you, you've you looked in Thank you. since Friday. I'm a recovering I Halloweener. I am... You you prefer you like Halloween better than I do. Oh, I mean, you know, as a gay man, Halloween is is gay Christmas. So, like, I used to do. I mean, I would plan for weeks and months, but now I'm at an age, mm-hmm. at a level of comfort, where I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna let the kids do this. I'm gonna yeah. let the kids show off. You can just be yourself yeah, and I've hide in your house moments. and not hand out anything. Oh, I've always been doing that. Yeah. 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 Since For before sure. that was cool. Yeah. Um, I I am a Halloween Scrooge, so I am grateful to be the age I am and not have to worry about Halloween. I'm grateful that my children are the age they are, so I do not need to engage in their Halloween situations. However, it looks exhausting to me to be a celebrity because... Yeah, celebrities still doing it, man. They've got, and they have to show up. For Halloween, yeah, I don't don't feel too bad for celebrities because, as far as I'm concerned, they kind of lazy. Oh, okay, say more. Well, okay, so um, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to uh, troll around Hollywood Ween. That's what I call Hollywood at Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Also, why doesn't anybody call it Halloween or something? Sorry, Holly, no offense, but you I should know, call myself that. Why don't I? Right? Well, I mean, for a couple of reasons, probably, but yeah, like Hollywood and Halloween are they go way back mm-hmm. clearly and you know every year we're treated to it's kind of like you know after the oscars we get the whole uh you know runway experience right we get to see what everybody showed up for on halloween a couple people are going to tick some people off you know even more so uh, in the age of social media because of their inappropriate costumes we'll get to those few yahoos in a minute mm-hmm. but 
I do want to just say I'm a little tired of the sexy Halloween motif. It, I, it I is feel so like, lazy. But I also feel like this year it was more than usual. I think that's probably because this is the first year where people are kind of all back in when mm-hmm. it comes to Halloween parties. I know that there are people that were like all in every year, but let's just say as a general rule, yeah. Hollywood seems to be showing off for Halloween in a way that they haven't since uh, pre-pandemic times. And maybe people are just like, I got to show my skin. I haven't showed it off for two years. Look at my boobs and my belly button and my behind and my legs. A lot, a lot. Nipples. A lot of rear ends. Yeah, no, there's a lot. It's a real thongy Halloween. Okay, so the first is like the first category of sexy uh, too too much sexy, which is weird because I'm not a like I I'm not a prude when it comes to like show me your sex, sexy. Wow. I, mean. <laughs> I want your sex. Show me your sex. <laughs> no, um, you know, like I I, I uh, myself enjoy a good sexy costume, whatever that means, but. It's just like, it's so predictable. Like there was one article that I just like scrolled through and it was just like page after page after page after page of sexy celebrities. Um, Like, I think it's this Daily Mail one where, um, you know, like Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, uh, Paris Hilton. Like you guys, Mm -hmm. don't you get bored if you're, you know, like every year you're doing the sexy thing. And I think it's just lazy most of the time. Now, some people not lazy. Like you can't call Kim Kardashian lazy for her sexy outfit. No, because she actually went all in on the actual outfit. Yeah, she did like, you know, the full face mask and everything. But it was still sexy, right? Right. Because she was still that character from. She was Mystique from X-Men. Which I don't. I was going to say Storm. And that shows you how bad I am at like Marvel (laughs) slash. DC movies. I'm here for that because that is just inherently kind of a sexy costume. What where I get fried is when you're scrolling down and you see the person who's dressed up as the sexy Alice in Wonderland or the sexy twins from The Shining. Like you can just be the twins children, FYI. Right. And you can just be the twins from The Shining, but you don't have to wear garter belts and thongs, right? Or like be so booby or well, buddy. Also, speaking of sexy children, did you see uh, Kendall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was sexy Jesse from Toy Story. Yeah, isn't, isn't that a child? Yeah. Uh, well, it's a toy. She's a toy, no, but know, she's but an adult like, toy, but it's it, for children. But, like, it's like there's one particular. Again, it's not like I'm a prude, but I'm just like sexy toy. Like, you couldn't just do the Jesse character. Right. You had to do the crotchless chaps yeah and like the the uh, what do you call that denim uh shorts are actually like denim bikinis yeah and so you can see things i mean you can literally some see some things and also her butt's hanging out and again you know if 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 the theme was at this year's met gala Mm -hmm. sexy uh toy story or sexy is that a disney property yeah yeah so sexy disney by all means, mm-hmm. but when every single so it's not just Kendall, mm-hmm. it's Emily Ratajkowski did sexy cowgirl, and I'm like, what is a sexy cowgirl? Well, apparently, according to Emily Ratajkowski, it's a cowgirl with her butt out. Yeah, um, Haley Bieber. I mean, she now, looks great. I'm not yeah, trying to say she's no, no, great. No. Every, but- and again, that's not the the criticism. The criticism is just like um, even like I was looking at Haley 
Baldwin and Haley Baldwin mm-hmm. Bieber. And I was like, okay, so she's sexy Rose. She's like a bunch of roses. Mm-hmm. But that was actually modeled after like an actual model from like a 1999 uh, fashion show. Which I actually think is creative. Like yeah. if you're going to do that, that was creative to me. I, I judge that with a different eye. So that was one level mm-hmm. of judgment was like lazy, sexy. I yeah. think that's a whole thing. The sexy thing, like, I, I I guess our culture now is just, like, Halloween became sexy. Sexy, and sexy costume This day. is not new, so maybe we just need to accept it. Mm. I I do. Do I have to? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But then there's, like, then there's the, like, what costume is that? The whole, the whole, um, like, for example, if you, I don't know if you got to see Justin Bieber. Okay, so I didn't see him. Hold on. I got to find uh, You're gonna have a hard time picture. finding him. Okay. Because he looks like a sexy, or not sexy. I don't think there's any sexy involved. Okay. He just looks like a punk rocker. So he's lazy. So, so he's just lazy. That's just like I put on a leather jacket and a, a, a leather collar okay. and a skirt and some combat boots. Okay. Oh, I saw that. He looks like Travis Barker. Oh, okay. Well, that's why I thought it wasn't first. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. why I kept but scrolling. He's sexy punk rock. And then he's wearing Cookie Monster pajamas in another picture from Halloween oh, okay. where uh Haley Bieber is a Versace vampire. Versace. Oh, he- a Versace vampire. Yes. Taylor Lautner was a sexy skeleton. Ooh, I Which again, I lazy. Can't. All it was was face makeup and open your shirt. I just, so we can see your abs, which, by the way, were painted. Oh, they're definitely shaded. Yeah, yeah he definitely has some contour happening. I, you know, I I just where's the creativity, kid? I agree with Says you. Says the guy who's sitting behind a microphone with jeans and a t-shirt on. But it's not because it's by choice. Yeah, because <laughs> yes, it's my it's, it's my principal it stand. Is. Because if you were charged with the task of coming up with. A, an award-winning costume, you, Bradley Trainer, would have dropped the sexy and dropped the lazy, and you would have brought it. Well, but we just didn't feel like by it. our tan mom, tan girl, Thank you. Uh, tandem costume that tan, we did like ten tan years daughter. ago. Tan dum. <laughs> tan dumb. Uh, it okay. kind of was. Uh, no. You really owned that, though. We both did. You were real. Well, I, I, that was method. Yeah, was what that was. Um, Really quickly, I do want to give kudos, though. Did you see, and we're talking about Hollywood uh, Halloween. Um, This was, oh gosh, who is this? Stephen Amell and Cassandra Jean Amell. Stephen Amell, he's like a he's like one of those C-dub people, isn't he, Holly? I don't know. I'm sorry. Stephen Amell, Canadian actor. He's from Arrow. Yes, okay. and he would be a, a the Flash TV show. Yeah, okay. Ninja Turtles, the TV show. Um, so he and his wife. I thought this was really creative. This is um, here. I'll show you a. Okay. It's uh, I don't know if I linked this one. Did I? It's on the Variety article. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't if you scroll, that. yeah, it's on there. Oh. Um, if you go down there, you'll see they dress up as Castaway, and he's the he's uh, the ball. What was the ball's name? Oh, Wilson. Wilson. Oh, that's cute. And she was she was Tom Hanks. And like, I mean, it's, you know. Oh, cute. Yeah, that's cute. She's got like feet with like hairy. Oh, my gosh. That's like, funny. Does Tom Hanks have hairy feet? I don't know. But well, anyway, I think he probably did feet. after being on an island for that long. Because your foot hair grows? Sure. Wasn't shaving Anyway, it. at least that was creative. Yeah, right? that's funny. I don't know. That's what did good. you did you have any particular thoughts about the trends of Hollywood Halloween? I really, truly, honestly was going the sexy route too. But then I realized I think that 
I'm going to be really honest. Mm-hmm. I think that the Daily Mail skews more toward recording the sexy costumes, oh, for sure. right? Because that's their bread and butter. But when you go over to this variety, uh, this variety article that you furnished, it is less, less sexy. Like, well, sex yeah, Tyga was ET. That's not yeah. a sexy. ET. No, um, which I I appreciate that, right? Yeah. Like, I would I prefer. Again, like you, Bradley, I don't have anything against people exploring sexiness, right? I'm here for it. But what I don't, what I get bored with is the lack of creativity of applying sexy to just a regular costume as the thing that elevates it. Yeah, like I'm a sexy, lazy person today. That's going to be my costume. I'm a mouse. Sexy mouse. Sexy mouse. It's from Mean Girls, Mm -hmm. where it's like, I thought we did the we did the sexy Remember thing. Remember sexy yeah. corn? Remember that whole yes. uh, what's that costume company that does like Tandy or Yandy? Yes. Yandy. 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 Yes. Yeah, where it's like I'm sexy corn. And then there was sexy pizza. Yeah. And there's uh-huh. like, I'm a which sexy I, again, traffic cone. I don't think you need to work very hard never, on pizza to make it sexy. Right. It's the sexiest pizza is the pizza in my mouth. Right. Um, I did also want to just do call out some special mentions for um, a couple people who got uh, ran the ran up the wrong side of the uh, social media. Oh, do tell with their mm. costumes. Um, <laughs> Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Did you see this? I did see that they did Pam and Tommy for one party. Yeah, what and, was the other one? No, that's the one oh, okay. wherein he was snorting cocaine oh, off her boob. Yeah, no. And we think it was Halloween cocaine. No. What What does that mean? I don't know. Like fake, <laughs> like stick. stunt. Stunt cocaine. Um, and again, just don't I think put it Halloween in your is one of those things where, like, you you should be able to push. Like the, the whole thing about Halloween is like you want to push. I don't want to say boundaries of like public decency or you know good taste or whatever, but like I think we should be less. This is a one time mm-hmm. hol- holiday event, and you have to take things into context. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know that we need to be snorting cocaine off people's boobies no. although you know probably a lot of people do that anyway is and does it totally surprise us that not machine gun kelly is the person doing this not at all in fact actually in both costume situations i saw them in this weekend they were very attached to each other yeah which is just kind of their mode and so you know they were true to form let's just say it that way True oh, to form. I'm not surprised. Um, I think that was the only other. I thought there was one other person. Oh yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's other costume was uh, his priest one, where yeah. he's sexy priest. Yeah, and um, people were going crazy about that. So they definitely know how to get people, uh, rub people the wrong way. I did also want to give special mention to Lizzo. Did you see her outfit? Well, you know what's funny. So she did a Marge Simpson yeah. one. But the, she did do something that wasn't, and I'm gonna. I don't want to speak too far out of school about this because I'm not, I'm not well versed on the person who she did an imitation of on her TikTok, and okay. it, people were not happy. Oh no! Because it's. I'm gonna get it wrong, and again, I don't know enough about these two people, but there is a uh, person named Blueface. Okay. And their girlfriend is named. Chris- this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here with all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hey, Hey, Halls. hey we're still going to talk about celebrity Halloweens. 
Weenies. Weenies. Celebrity Halloweenies. And specifically Kim Kardashian, who dressed up as Mystique from X-Men as her Halloween costume. And she ended up going to Tracy Ellis Ross's pre-Halloween birthday dinner, but it wasn't a costume party. Oh. Did she go in costume? Yes. She went as Mystique. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't a costume party. That's a little bold. And uh, she didn't know. Oh, she didn't know. No, she didn't know. Okay. And it was like, oops. Oh, wait. Okay. That'd be kind of fun, though. I have a logistical question about that. Uh Like, was she on her way to a Halloween party and she stopped there first? Because I can see how it's not practical to go normal and then have to get into the Mystique costume and then go to the party. It might just have been. My understanding is that Kim Kardashian went to Tracy Ellis Ross's birthday dinner. It was on Halloween weekend. She assumed that it was costume friendly, and then it wasn't. I will Mm. say, you should probably be very specific Mm -hmm. if you're holding a party on Halloween. Even if you know, and you think it's clear to your guests, Mm -hmm. that... This is not a Halloween party, meaning like, unless I don't know, like, was this the first time she was ever invited to this party? I'm just saying, like, I'm not surprised and I don't it's not like Kim was like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. show up in my costume and nobody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like everybody probably turned around and was like, oh, that's cute and adorable. Why are you wearing? Oh, oh. oh. yeah. But hey. You know. She looked good. Yeah, she really uh, yeah. did. Yeah. And so did Tracy Ellis Ross celebrating her birthday. And she was dressed up as herself. God, that must be frustrating. Herself. Is her birthday on New Year or uh, on uh, Halloween? I think it's near what, sometime this weekend. I don't okay. know the exact date. That would also be hard, right? Because, like, I bet this is not the first time she has had a birthday celebration that people have shown up to oh, yeah. wearing costumes yeah and it was her, her big 50th birthday weekend oh celebration ooh, and ooh. here comes kim Can you kardashian imagine everybody just like turns and it's like what's record the- scratch <laughs> i'll be sure to put down a towel for kim's <clears throat> halloween costume because that's gonna leave a mark because yeah. of all the blue body yeah. paint. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about sylvester stallone admitting that he learned a hard lesson during his breakup from once was going to be his ex-wife, Jennifer Flavin, but now they're back together. I am so fascinated at the explanations that are coming out around this because it was very mysterious how it all unraveled so quickly and then got put to, together so quickly yeah. again. I mean, it seemed like, well, it really seemed legit that they were breaking up because of the way he was behaving, yeah, getting and, his tattoo covered. And, and then how the quickly reason that she was filing that he was like burning through marital assets like you don't just file that yeah. yeah and Sylvester Stallone talking to page 6 at the time saying his marriage was irrevocably broken he said yeah. i love my family we are amicably and privately addressing these personal issues now Sylvester Stallone talking to the Sunday Times he has a new show out soon called Tulsa King but he's not really saying anything or giving us a lot of insight into this breakup he said let's just say that it was a very tumultuous time there was a reawakening a reawakening of what was more valuable than anything which is my love for family well he, I mean, so we learn nothing. I was going to say, you also have to remember the blind items we were privy to. Yes. Which suggested that he had had a child with someone, not his wife. Well, his daughter's friend. Yes. Yeah. But they're back together now. But, you know, that seems plausible. Like, that would shock a person to their core. Uh, And, I don't know, then maybe they just decided, well, 
let's uh, move forward. I, it's strange. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Lots um, of unanswered questions. Lots, watch watch lots. Tulsa King. Yeah, but Next by month. all means, watch his new show. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve. We're going to do that in the form of blind items in a segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot and fresh celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve like this. This foreign born actor will never be the highest on the list in his family has started a regimen of supplements for his new role. And in six months from now, Mm. will not be recognizable. His name is Liam Hemsworth. And we are talking about The Witcher. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. What NT Lawyer is saying is that Liam Hemsworth has started a regimen of supplements. For his mm. new role. Mm-hmm. And that six months from now, Liam Hemsworth will not be recognizable. Um, By supplements, is he talking about the same kind of supplements that our friend Zach mm. Efron acquainted himself with? Could be. Okay. Could be. Could be. Interesting. One yeah. can only gossip. Also, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I go, you know, I don't know. Let it out. I just don't it's like. It, it's hard to talk about things you don't know. And here's what I do know: is that like, I think a lot of people assume these actors take steroids and things like that in order to put on a bunch of muscle for these roles. And that may or may not be true, but it doesn't even need to be true. It could be like a, a variety of like um, mm-hmm. aids and supplements of a variety mm-hmm. uh, that lead to this behavior, but. The the key takeaway, I think, for like the average person is like if a person can transform their body this quickly, it's probably not a method that you want to uh, yeah. um, copy. Mm-hmm. So like for most of us, like if that appeals to you other than just, you know, visually, because that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, you think like, oh, I want to get a body like this person. Don't. Right. Because there you would have to go about it in a way that is not healthy for most people. Yeah. So that's what I, whenever I hear these stories, it's like, oh, it's steroids. Well, it might not be steroids, but it might be something equally problematic. Right. Like the takeaway is simply that what they're doing is not something attainable by the average bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But keep in mind that they're trying to make money off of you. In the case of, of mm-hmm. actually Chris Hemsworth, you know, he has a product that he's selling, which is like this whole fitness. Oh, that's right. I forgot that about he's that. Created. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Okay, fun. Yay! 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 Uh, another celebrity gossip mystery. Now, this is going back and revealing a blind item from earlier in the month. You may have read it before, but now here it is again. Oh. The permanent A-list singer wants to start an OnlyFans, but make it free for everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she's hooking up with two people who are not her husband. One has signed an NDA, but the other has not. And is trying to sell tips and stories to tabloids. Interesting. I don't remember the second part of that, but yes, Britney, Britney. Spears. And the second part of who's selling to tabloids? Well, 
who's the person hinted as? We don't know who that is. Yeah, but that they're but the way that tabloids are getting certain stories about her is coming through. But he didn't confirm somebody who's sleeping with her. Yeah. So yikes! This is all part of a confirmed blind item. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's awkward and not surprising. Yeah. Also. You know, it's interesting because like there are and I occasionally interact with some of these, not interact like I meaning I occasionally link to certain accounts that I found through the comments on her Instagram of people who go really deep in the Britney Spears story and they're trying to, you know, piece certain clues together. And there's this one whose name I can't remember and I apologize for that, but she has decided based on some of Sam Asghari's um, videos, that they are not only not living in the same house together, mm-hmm. but that he ha- has been living in a different home. Because you'll remember, the house that she got married at, yep. they sold and then moved into this other place. So we've been seeing her twirl in a different foyer. Yep. He has posted two videos from home that have the exact same background that are oh, not the new place God, in the span the of like, right. So it's I like, love and hate it so much. I know it's one of those things where I'm, you're seeing how people are digging really deep into yeah. this and there are weird discrepancies. Yep. And so it's just something to notice. No, all I, I'm trying to say. I'm all here for that. And I know I feel like the truth about Sam Asghari has yet to be told. Agreed. Mm-hmm. In terms of his, you know, Motives. True motives. Yeah. <gasps> well, let's put Sam Asgari aside. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Uh, here's another celebrity gossip mystery. When this A list everything in her mind celebrity is out of town, she calls the paparazzi to take pics of her actor husband. So he'll wake up early and shower and leave oh the house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. J to the low. And we just saw this because he was out with his donkeys and no Uh sinkies. Well, and then she did. Okay, so I'm just going to tell the thing that I had uh, grabbed for a a potential conversation at a different time because it actually makes sense with this. She's a she is apparently out of town and doing some sort of lingerie photo shoot. Yeah. But in the photographs that she posted to her Instagram, she hashtagged it like self-care, like girls time away girls type of time thing. you guys no first of all that is a job she's doing a job yeah number one number two also if that's what a girl's weekend or self-care looks like then we're all doing it wrong well because mine is like wearing a really big sweatpants and some sort of graphic t-shirt and definitely not showering and watching the, a lot of television. The difference is you're not J-Lo. True. By that I mean a rich and powerful celebrity. Right. Who's, I just think it must be so exhausting. But here's the difference. Yes. It's not exhausting the way it would be for us. Because she's because got people. Because if we were on all the time. Mm-hmm. We would have no, I mean, we have no support for that. Right. She has a ton of support. That is that's how you, like, right. That's the math for like, how does she have, like, she's a family. She has a husband that she has to manage, like that literally can barely, you know, dress himself by all accounts. Mm -hmm. How is she able to do that? Clearly she's got an army behind her because no one person is capable of doing all those things well all the time. Also imagine being the person who was hired to be 
Ben's minor. Ben's babysitter. Yeah, well. Like, mm-hmm. oh. They're probably taking that blah, to blah. retirement. Oh, for sure. I mean. Writing a book. For sure. <laughs> but, oh. Yeah. Ugh. Well, you know. Eh. Get a donkey for him. Get a donkey for yourself. Donkeys for donkeys everybody. Donkeys for you. Donkeys for me. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. To the TikTok star turned actress at an event yesterday was said the statement, put some clothes on by an aging permanent A-list actress who comes from an acting family of multiple Oscar winners and nominees. So I'm guessing, is that Addison Ray? Or is it Charlie D'Amelio? I think it's number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then the acting, the acting family with the, multiple. The actress. Um, they're, the acting family. Yeah. Right? yeah, there are a few folks mentioned, but can confirm that this one person was at the event. Was it Gwyneth? No. Okay. I'm kind of surprised uh. that this person would have an opinion like that, but, you know, so says mm. the gossip. Okay, so acting family, they're kind of up there, and they've mm-hmm. got... Are the other family members older or younger? Um, Well, older oh, and oh. no longer here. Because, Jane Fonda? Yeah, because this person oh. is... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were both at this uh, Max Mara Women in Film event. And if you want to believe the blind item, Jane Fonda told Addison Ray, put some clothes on. Wow. I mean, listen, I'm in my put some clothes on years too. Like I recognize that you do sort of sit, hit a certain age and suddenly you're, I don't know what happens. Put some clothes like, you on. just can't. Well, this was one of those events too that you would probably want, want to, to put, put some, some clothes, clothes on. on. Okay. Uh-huh. This wasn't like a sexy hot red carpet. This was like a business luncheon <laughs> oh, for... Oh, and what was Addison Ray wearing? She was wearing this long, low-cut... Oh, like I don't think that's bad at all. See, so there you go. Okay. I mean, that's why this I said outfit, it was shocking. I mean, she's got a bare midriff, but it's not... Like, literally everything else on her is covered up. Yeah, well... Like, it goes all the way to the floor. If it's the one I'm looking at. Yes, it is the one that you're looking at. Yeah. Oh, no, that's like very normal. I mean, it's not abnormal. And it's certainly something Jane Fonda would have worn back in the day. Well, that's why I'm saying it's surprising. But yeah. Also, if you look at a side by side, I believe this is at the same event to see what Hailey Bieber was wearing. At the same exact event. Two other women that have bare midriffs at this event. That's like the style right now. That's just what people are doing. That's what the kids are doing. Unless she was just being, you know, cranky. It's okay to be cranky. Again, like I said, I've reached my put some clothes on years. Jane Fonda is a human. As much as we want to make her into this, like, you know, people get to an age and, and a point in their careers when, A, they're around when a lot of their peers are not. And so that presents a mm-hmm. certain opportunity to idolize them in a way. I encourage you to go back and listen to, um, oh, I believe it's the, oh, I can't remember the name of the podcast, but it'll come to me, uh, wherein we learn about the truth behind Jane Fonda and the Jane Fonda workout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it, it's not you're wrong about, is it? It's not that you're wrong about, it's the other one. That's, maintenance phase? Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay. That's my other favorite. But Dakota anyway, ring? Dakota ring. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Yeah. It's a Dakota ring where she, it's a two-parter and she talks to the woman who's, who was like besties with Jane, who is responsible for the Jane Fonda workout and kind of got shoved out of the picture and lost all the opportunity to make money on the Jane Fonda workout. Well, that reframes it a little bit. To her benefit or to her credit though, Jane does sort of like account for this behavior and acknowledges it, but it still shows you that people Mm-hmm. despite how amazing we want to make them are people which yeah. is you know they're just complex yeah and, and so i wouldn't be surprised if jane fonda woke up on a day and was like for the love of god put some clothes on yeah and oftentimes yes oftentimes people who are in those types of positions are also mostly looking out for themselves and their own preferences and that so you're right like you can you can get into a world where Jane Fonda would tell Addison Ray to put some clothes on. Thank you very much. And I mean, Addison Ray must have been like, well, I, okay, you know, like you could just see. Like, so that's who, actually not, that's my who's wondering that? is that I, I, two things. Like, did Addison Ray even know who Jane Fonda was in in a sense of kind of her position in Hollywood? And number one, and then number two, was she like, maybe I shouldn't have worn this? Or was she like, screw you? Yeah. I look fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wish I were the there. I hope it was the latter. I, because I don't think she I would have too. left the house if she didn't feel confident in that outfit. Yeah. And she should because she looks totally she looks fine. Like, she looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to wear that today to work. but it's Why didn't the, you? It's at the cleaners. Oh, it's also a little chilly. It's for also that. cold. I'm like freezing. Yeah. When we return, Holly, thank you for those blind yeah. items. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, I had the opportunity, and I think Holly did as well, to watch uh, episode one of season two of a show that was a runaway hit last year called White Lotus. Uh, season two began last night, and I got to put my eyeballs on it. Holly put her eyeballs on it. We'd like to tell you about what White Lotus Season 2 might have to offer after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Last day in October, the last day of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, My Talk 107.1 has teamed up with Southern Lights to shed light on this important month. You can check out events, find a list of resources at MyTalk1071.com, keyword awareness. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast from meteorologist Ren Claire brought to you by Southern Lights. Today, sun 65, clear skies tonight, 39. Sunny 70 for Tuesday. Right out the My Talk Studios, sunny and 60. Thanks, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Now, Bradley, I don't believe that you watched season one of uh, White Lotus. No, I did not. I've heard good things. People recommend it regularly. Yeah, so that was um that was on. Like that was a big pandemic watch at our house uh, and uh, kind of one that came unexpectedly. And honestly, it was a product of the pandemic in the sense that when they decided to uh, start that show, it came out of the pandemic and literally pulled Jennifer Coolidge out of her depressive um, you know, uh, comfortable house pant wearing life, which we can all relate to. Yeah, absolutely. Because we all lived we that all early in the pandemic, exactly. right? Well, it's come out with a season two that started on HBO this weekend, um, HBO Max. And uh, my husband was like, we got to watch this. And I was like, 
we do got to watch this um, because we've been waiting for season two, waiting to see how they were going to roll out a season two um, because season one was really quirky, but it was a story that was encapsulated in the season. So how do you then, when you've told a story kind of all the way through, how do you do a season two? Yeah. Um, and uh, I will say we knew that Jennifer Coolidge was coming back. We knew that the guy who plays her husband, who I call Uncle Rico, because he played Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite, but I cannot remember the actor's name. We knew that he was going to be in it, and that that, those would be the only two characters that would carry over from the last season. And that always presents, like I think, a fun twist, right? Like, if it's just a continuation of the story as you know it... um, you know, that can be uh, appropriate, too. But, like, if something is self-contained and then you get to see the next incarnation of all of that, it's not quite the Ryan Murphy, like, American Horror right. Story thing. But in a way, it is. And I think that always pre- presents a clean slate. So how do you think they did with the first episode? Uh, really quick, his name is John Grease. And I, I was not optimistic, and I was wrong. Oh, good. So that's my So you loved it. That's my thesis on episode 1. Yes, I absolutely loved it. And here's why. And Holly, I'd love to hear your thoughts too having uh, also watched the first episode of White Lotus season 2. It Jennifer Coolidge and John Grease play the same characters. So there's something familiar coming in, but there's also they do this wonderful job of setting it up with a mystery that you are not going to immediately know the answer to. And in fact, by the end of the first episode, you are going to be no closer to understanding what's going on, but the character development is so good. So I, I don't think it's giving too much away to say it starts with the awareness of a death. Okay. And then it's followed by the awareness of many deaths. Is that similar to the first season? Sort of, yes. Okay. Yes. There was a mystery in the first season. And it and again, and this is what was so great about the first season, the mystery that you thought you were watching turned out completely different from what you thought you were watching. Yeah, that helps because it keeps you going. For what I from what I understand, the same will be true this year. So I, I read something about this first episode that basically said you will not be able to guess. You will think you know what's going on and you won't know what's going on. And that is there is something about that that is fun, because when you feel like you can untangle the mystery and you do so early in the season, it just loses steam. Exactly. Because then you're just predictable. But they are creative about it. They are funny about it. Are there Um, any new like characters that stand out? um, Aubrey Plaza, the actress, is uh, in it. And she plays, I believe she plays a role that's very different from what you usually see her playing, kind of the sarcastic, apathetic person. She plays a lawyer and she is, she's just great in the role. Holly, what did you, I didn't want to run out of time. What did you think of the first uh, episode of White Lotus season two? I'm all in because it takes the essence of what the first season was talking about and it places it in a different scenario with different characters. So this season, the White Lotus, it's named after the chain of luxury resorts that these people find themselves staying in. So in this Mm -hmm. season, in season two, they're staying in a resort in Sicily. Instead of the first season, they were staying in Hawaii. So there is a through thread. I'm all here for it. Yeah, I love the uh, F. Murray Abraham. 
Mm-hmm. Knocking it out of the park as the so lecherous grandpa. Funny. Yes. Ga- gaseous lecherous yes. grandpa. Uh-huh. Michael Imperioli. Yes. I mean, I'm in. No, it's it really is great. And it's uh, excellent character development. And also the scenery is a character, too. So, like, just to see the beauty of Sicily. Oh, oh I'm sure. All right. Yeah. So that's season two, White yep. Lotus on one at HBO a time. Max. You get them one at a time yeah, every Sunday. As you should. That's exactly. Do that. uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show bradley is going to tell us about some lady and we're going to decide whether or not she's a total jerk after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 is fun good times good times my talk 1071 everything entertainment my family's my whole world for nine years a dangerous man terrorized women breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998 The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.